What's up? What's happening? Welcome back to episode 69. Nice! Of Skates at the Sticks. Kind of a doom and gloom episode here because the New York Islanders just lost to their arch rivals, the New York Rangers. Kind, I wouldn't say heartbreaking fashion, but they really did themselves no favors the entire night, taking six penalties against the power play merchants themselves. Now, the Rangers did only go one for six on those power plays, but they scored right after one, and crap, Okako scored, so we'll get into it. We have to break down a few other games, but boys, how are we feeling? Yeah, so the Islanders lost a game tonight to the New York Rangers, 5-3. to three. It was pretty much a 4-3 to three game. Uh, they blew it. They had two great periods, and then one absolutely garbage third period. Real heartbreaking stuff. Um, they also came off, we're going to cover on this episode, a one nothing, a true nil-nil draw that was decided by the shootout against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, I'm in good spirits still. Like I don't think this is the end of the world. I know people are freaking out, but you know, a lot of games will be left ahead of us. We still have to play the Capitals a couple times and the Panthers a couple times. We won the seri- season series against the Rangers. We tossed up with Colorado. Uh, schedule's going to get better at some point, but, like, I'm not going crazy right now. Um, we showed really good resolve in the first and second periods to come back. Barzal looked really good. Romanov looked great. I thought this was his best game as an Islander. Sorokin was pretty good. Um, he basically carried and did everything he needed to do, but the team just couldn't get shots in front of him. Left side of the defense looked really poor, as well as some of the kind of guys we wish at this point weren't on the roster, but we'll get into it. Uh, Jake, how you doing? Yeah, uh, not great. Obviously, a tough game. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy Festivus in an hour or so. But um, yeah, I mean, plain and simple, you can't take six penalties against the penalty merchants like the New York Rangers. I know they went one for six, but guys are gassed from constantly killing penalties. Two delay game calls, um, inexcusable. Um, Obviously, want obviously want to sweep the Rangers. Fuck Shannon Hogan for jinxing it. And fuck myself for jinxing the Kako thing. That that's on me, a thousand percent on me. I I tweeted Kako is so bad after the Barzell going. I literally replied, "This is gonna bite me in the ass." And it bit me in the ass. So it's 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 my fault. Um, but yeah, obviously tomorrow, um, playing the Panthers is not a must win, but a should win. Uh, no idea who's gonna play goalie. Um, whether that be Sorokin or Corey Schneider. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that in the Avalanche game. Yeah, uh, tomorrow's going to be rough. It's a post-Ranger game. Those never end well. We always have the uh, post-Ranger flu, so I'm really not looking forward to tomorrow. I know we're going. Uh, Ryan and I are going tomorrow, so that'll be fun. But will we win tomorrow? I really don't know. I don't think so. Corey Schneider might be in goal, which will make it even worse. Ilya Sorokin was awesome tonight. Uh, I don't know why some people are blaming him. I thought he was really good. He looked solid. He looked confident. Whatever. We'll get into it. Want us to kick it off with the... What's it? The Arizona game? No. Colorado. Colorado game. What a game that was. Barn burner. (laughs) Yeah, Jake, uh, why don't you uh, break down the illustrious and long uh, highlight reel of this game. Um, A game we'll never forget, a game we'll always remember. That night in Colorado, the Islanders playing the Avalanche. Yeah, at the famous uh, Bowl Arena in Colorado, the goaltending matchup was Ilya Sorokin looking to break his six-game losing streak against the owner of ours, Alexander Georgiev. Uh, First period, no goals. Uh, 
get used to that. Shots were 11, 10 Islanders. Second period, no goals. Shot, uh, shots were 15, 7 Colorado. And third period, you guessed it, no goals, 19, 8 shots for Colorado. And even in overtime, um, no goals, 2 nothing shots for them. I know we had our chances in the first few minutes of overtime, but we couldn't convert. Um, and we go to everyone's favorite event, the shootout. Uh, Matt Barzell, um, the, this, the, the app I have doesn't have the full shootout, but I believe Simon went first. Uh, he had a nice move, but he just missed it. And then I believe, um, I don't know who went first for them, but I believe they missed that one. And then Matt Barzell went, he missed, and Evan Rodriguez scored. And then we sent out Anthony Beauvillier. Uh, well, it might be opposite. I think I, the Avs went first. And I think we're Sorokin stopped it on Rantanen, and we were in a must score to keep it going situation. Blaine Lambert sent out Anthony Beauvillier. He missed, and that was that uh, one nothing loss. Um, counts as a uh, showdown for Sorokin. I believe it's his third of the year. Um, it is. Um, but it was a 26 save shutout for Gorgiev. Sorokin played great, but obviously no goals. Um, I thought they played fine, but obviously you want to score, and that really would have been the difference. But uh, they got a point out of it, um, which I guess is good, but, you know, no goals, really. Very would have liked one. You know, the Islanders did play a 0-0 game against the Tampa Bay Lightning a few years ago, and it was absolutely electric. It was almost like a playoff game. It felt like a playoff game during the regular season, and I will – Hand over heart will say one that was that was one of the best hockey games I've ever been to in my life. This zero zero game was very boring and dull. We probably shouldn't have even gotten a point out of it. There was times we looked terrible. They have a lot of guys out. We have a lot of guys out. It was a slop fest. Am I happy we got a point from the Colorado Avalanche? Yes. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year, beginning of the year, excuse me, that we would have have taken three out of four points off the Colorado Avalanche. I would have signed up for that in a heartbeat. But under circumstances, they probably should have won that game, and it's disappointing they did not. But I digress. Ryan, how do you feel about it, buddy? Um, the Avs game, I, I thought it was fine, honestly. Um, it was it was a brutal kind of nothing-nothing. We all wasted, you know, obviously the three hours of our lives on that game. Uh, the fact that no one was able to step up and get the goal was really frustrating. But Sorokin played out of his mind. It felt like Ilya was back, so I was happy for him. Um, you know, I mean, Corey Snyder was recalled as the emergency backup. That's kind of a fun fact of the game. He's still on the roster as the backup. It might start tomorrow, depending on our Lomov's health. But we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see where this team goes from there. But, you know, up oh, the Jets just turned it over. The, the season's over. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be one of those kind of things where we're going to look at the end of the season and be like, damn, a point against Colorado there would have been really useful, and this team has no shootout weapons. Like, that really is what it came down to. Um, defense was very poor. The left side was very weak. But we'll see uh, kind of if they can bounce back from that and going forward. It was, it was really a feeble performance, but Soro can really save the day there. Yeah. Ilya Sorokin, he had six goals saved, goals saved above expected, I believe it's called. Is that the stat, Jacob? You're, I know you're the uh, stat guru here. Yes, I believe uh, he and Matt Murray both had around 5.3 this year, which is the top 
um, for this year. Um, in, in a single in, game. Through regulation, I believe. Yeah, in a single game, yeah. Yeah, Sorokin was awesome. Uh, they really needed a goal. They need a goal scorer. We'll get into that later once again for the 10th straight episode of us talking about possible trade talk, but that game hurt to lose. I know, you know, if you want to have a game where you don't score and you give the opponent another team, having it come from the Western Conference isn't the end of the world, but you need every point you can get in the Metro. The Rangers have won 8 out of 9 or something stupid like that. The Penguins and the Hurricanes pick up points every night, and the Capitals are on an absolute heater right now. And then there's us, winning a game, losing a game, losing a shootout. I hate the shootout. It sucks, it's stupid, it's a skills competition, and we don't have the skill. Uh, we do have the skill, but we don't have, like, you know, the David Posternocks of the world that are able to score every time and make it look pretty. We have Josh Bailey going in and trying to make an absolute beautiful move, but failing. And we have Anthony Beauvillier going in, who I didn't hate Bo's attempt if Bo beat Georgiev, but he lost handle of the puck, which, I mean, you know, it is a shootout, so that's a pretty important thing. But I digress. I thought he looked... I thought the move was fine. He just lost the handle, which happens. It sucks, but it's hockey. Ryan, how are we feeling? Yeah, no, I mean, I guess just to echo everything I just said about the game, um, kind of really brutal to lose the game in the shootout, but we'll see kind of where we go from here. Um, we all wasted three hours of our life, so that that's about it. Just... Uh, Good performance by Sorokin, great performance by Yuryev, and it really just came down to not being able to hit down the shootout. I know a lot of people complain about Holmstrom being the one to get the call there. I completely agree. Just give them something they've never seen before they don't have any tape on. I think that's totally fine. Um, you know, I guess it's frustrating seeing the offense not produce. I think that that would be a better game to focus on this rather than the, you know, kind of game tonight because the offense didn't produce all night. Bailey put on an absolute shitter that game. Brock Nelson has been kind of a ghost all month. Um, you know, some guys are playing well, but, like, still, Undersley, you know, until tonight, he couldn't get a goal for the longest time, and then he got one against, I think it was the Av- or the Golden Knights the other night, and then he got one tonight that was kind of fluky, but it's just no one's really producing right now. It's really frustrating to watch. Um, I guess I'll kind of leave that there if anyone wants to take that from there. Yeah, spot on there. Simon Holmstrom, I love his game, but he's not a goal scorer. He's a better Josh Bailey, if that makes... Maybe not a better Josh Bailey. He's very similar to Josh Bailey. Uh, Production-wise, how old is he? 21? 22? He's still extremely young. He'll get better, but, like, the production isn't there, and this team is pushing to be a playoff team, and they need the production right now. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off here, but, like, people keep scapegoating Holmstrom among everyone on the, like, oh, offense as the reason we're not touring. Yeah, no. No, I, I know you're not. I try, like, I, I know what you mean there. But it's just, like, people keep pointing the finger at Holmstrom. Like, I feel like he's having really good performances, and, like, he's just doing the same thing at this point. Like, Parise had a really bad night tonight against the Yost. He was kind of invisible. Like, no one in the top six is stepping up. It, it's just getting, like, frustrating to watch because, like, you know, it's it's easy to dock the guy with, like, 13 or 14 at this point NHL games played. But, like, the guys who are making the big bucks aren't coming through anymore. Like, this is what this team looks like when Brock Nelson isn't scoring every night. This is what this team looks like when Zach Parise isn't in God mode. Like, you know, Barzal and Lee both had okay. Like, Lee had an okay game. Barzal had a good game tonight. But, like, you know, Bailey's just kind of 
atrocious out there. Wallstrom hasn't been very good in a couple weeks now. Like, it's just getting really frustrating to watch. Yeah, I really do not think Barzal and Wallstrom are a good pair together. They were growing chemistry, but Barzal never seems to look for Wallstrom. He always looks for the defenseman to pass to right away, so... I don't know, I just don't think their games really suit each other, which is very surprising considering that was the ideal god-tier link-up we have been asking for for years now. It sucks. I don't know what they're going to do anymore. They need to bring someone in. Uh, we're begging, we're on our hands and knees. Give me Bo Horvat, give me Meyer, give me Tarasenko. We need someone. Uh, will Barzal be able to work with that person? I don't know, but they need some scoring. They need scoring. It's plain and simple. Anders Lee did score a beautiful goal against the Vegas Golden Knights, but today's goal was complete fluky crap. That's not going to go in every time, or very rarely will that ever go in. Brock Nelson's kind of, you know, he's not really showing up for Brock Sember. Maybe uh, Brock Uary, he'll bounce back, but he hasn't been great. The third line, I love the third line. I thought they, I thought they had a pretty good game tonight. I thought Parisi was fine. I didn't think he was perfect, but I loved Parisi, Pedro, and Holmstrom. Holmstrom has been very good. Just he's not producing offensively, and we need guys to score, and that's the issue right now. We keep we keep getting injured, too. Casey Sezikis went out today. That's a very big loss for the Islanders, playing down a forward after benching Robin Sallow. You're already down two guys at that point against the New York Rangers on the road. That's not an easy feat. I know one of them was one quote-unquote guy missing was because of coaching, but still, I digress. Uh, third time I said this podcast, so I will find a new word. But they need scoring and they need it bad. I'm not happy with Andres Lee's performance as of late. And it's just rough because you got Barzal playing with uh, Wallstrom, who isn't really doing much, and you got him playing with Bailey, who had a fine game tonight. I won't crap on Bailey, but he's just not a first-line talent, and we all know that by now, by the year 2022, almost 2023. Yeah, no, it's Josh Bailey's miserable out there. It's it's really not fun. Like you can put in a replacement level forward and get a better effort. Like, I mean, we haven't even touched on the bunting renaissance uh, or not bunting renaissance. I I confuse the two. I think I've done this two podcasts in a row. But uh, Hudson Fashing's been awesome. Just throw him with Barzal at this point because Bailey's fucking dog. Like it, it's awful. Like it, I just can't watch this guy on the front or first line anymore. It's absolutely miserable. Wallstrom is kind of doing the little things right, but it's not coming together. He hasn't taken like a quality shot in a couple games now. Just really frustrating stuff. Uh, second line, you know, they're still gonna get their goals. They're still gonna play 500 hockey. Like I think it's I think it's fine at the moment. Bo needs to step up, but he kind of set a dummy on the first goal we got tonight that led to the goal. Like he distracted or Shesterkin a little bit. So that was fine. And then the third line, I mean, you want them to score, but the guy who has to score on that line is either Parise or Pajo. And neither of them are scoring. Like, we'll get into the Rangers game in a little bit, but there was one Pajot moment that really frustrated me, and we'll get to it. But, like, and then the fourth line, you know, you can't count on them for goals, but Hudson Fashion came through against Arizona, and he set a good screen tonight for the Romanov goal. Like, it's, it's just embarrassing because, like, I do have in my head, like, okay, if we lost to Colorado at the beginning of the season and then drew the – or I guess got a, you know, um, a shootout loss against the Rangers, everything would have been totally fine. Like, if you just flip these two results, like, in my head. But then, like, you realize Colorado kind of with context, that was an extremely winnable game. Tonight was an extremely winnable game. These were games that this team had to win. Like, we had to – 
we had to take advantage. We had a three-two lead at that point. We should have locked it down, shut it down. But we kept taking stupid, just mindless penalties and having to kill them without our best penalty killer. So frustrating stuff. Um, any other thoughts on the Colorado game, or Jake? Do you want to break down the Rangers game? Yeah, I thought I thought Simon was uh, was good offensively on the Colorado game. Um, but obviously, that's not what he's here for. Uh, obviously, it'll get better because he is 21 years old. Um, but, you know, you can't really depend on it. I also agree that I thought it was a good call to bring him out in the shootout because he has shown at the age level that he is good at the shootout. I like the move. I thought the move was fine. Uh, it's just unlucky. And, you know, that's that. I think we can wrap the Colorado game there and go into tonight. So at Madison Square Garden tonight, obviously, the goaltending matchup is between the two buddies, uh, Igor Shosturkin and Ilya Sorokin once again, trying to break his long losing streak. Spoiler alert, he didn't. Uh, first period, about uh, 12 minutes into the game, Anders Lee looks like he shot it off Ryan Lindgren's skate. Again, like AJ said, fluky goal, but it does count. His 11th of the year, assisted by Noah Dobson and Alex Romanov. We've got three minutes left in the period. I believe we gave a penalty. Um, pretty sure it was the um, Dobson one after Mayfield took a penalty. Uh, but they were 5-on-4 for this one. Artemi Panarin with his ninth. And that was assisted by Zibanejad and Fox. So the period ended 1-1. And the shots were 9-5 Rangers. In the second period, two minutes in, Barzell had a breakaway. And he actually scored his fifth of the year, assisted by Josh Bailey. That made it 2-1. Then a few minutes later, Julian Gauthier just absolutely embarrassed Robin Sallow for his fifth of the year to tie the game up at two. And that was assisted by Barca Goodrow. And a few minutes later, Alex Romanov rocket from the point. Good screen by Hudson Fashing, assisted by Matt Barzell. Romanov's first goal as an Islander. Very happy. Got into the third period with a lead. Shots were 13-8 Rangers that period. And then it all kind of, as you know, fell apart. Third period, Barker Goodrow three minutes in with his eighth, assisted by Ben Harper and Gautier. Uh, tied it up at three, and then with three minutes left uh, after the our sixth penalty. Um, right after that, Capo Caco with his eighth, because I tweeted about how bad he is, uh, assisted by Lafreniere and Keandre Miller. And then when we pulled the net, Lee just absolutely... We won the faceoff, and then Lee absolutely was useless. They got the puck and Trocek with his twelfth assisted by Ryan Lindgren and Barco Goodrow, and that was that. Shots that period were 12-5 Rangers for the game. It was 34-18. Uh, Igor Shosturkin is now 2-9 and nine against the Islanders. Um, good for him, I guess. Um, and yeah, that's about it. We're 18-15-2 now, and pretty big game against a struggling Panthers team that needs to be a must-win, regardless of who's in that for us, whether it's Corey or Ely for a second straight day. It's a must-win game. They're in the retros. They're going to be at home. Um, so hopefully they win. If not, they play against Pittsburgh the next game. That's another tough one. So I would like to get at least two points tomorrow. I'm going to spin zone this a little bit here. Maybe having these tougher matchups now in December is a good thing. Obviously, our schedule will get easier down the road. But it will also make it clear and obvious to everyone that watches the team, management, ownership, that changes do need to be made. We need to maybe bring in someone. I know we've said this like five times in this episode, but 
maybe playing these harder teams and losing these games. I want to win every game. Don't get me wrong. But when we know we need something and that something could help us win these games, maybe losing them helps us get that more down the road. I don't want to lose any game, so I'm just trying to spin zone this a little bit. Ryan, am I psychotic? Am I crazy? Or am I just coping? Uh, no, I mean, I'm obviously going to spin zone this because it's just kind of my DNA at this point. Like, I don't think the loss was crazy bad. Um, I don't think it's, like, the end of the world, like many people are saying. Like, as I kind of said before, um, dumb errors killed us. We we easily could have went 3-0 against the Rangers this year. Um, you know, we were injured tonight. Like, I don't want to do the excuses thing, but Adam Pellick would have helped a ton. Like, I, I, I really don't want to dump all over Solo, but we're going to. So apologies to Robin Solo. Have a safe trip on the ferry tonight. Um, Sebastian Ajo was pretty good. to Like, not good. I think he was, like, very average like, until the third goal or the fourth goal. So that was really frustrating. Um, dumb penalties from Mayfield. Dumb penalty by Romano, but I thought he had a great game. Like, I thought, you know, getting the goal in as well as playing some really good defense first and second. I just I would really like to see a complete performance by this team. We were we had 12 shots going into the third, and I think we wound up finishing with, like, maybe 20. I, I, I know with the last two minutes, we were still at 18, so that was really frustrating. But team shut off in the third, let Sorokin down. Just brutal loss, but I, I'm, I'm pretty confident confident about a bounce back over the holidays yeah just to clear that up they did have 18 shots but i don't know i was happy for the first two periods it was a very sloppy game defensively we suck we know this by now though nothing seems to change yes robin Sallow was terrible yes i am the robin Sallow person of isles twitter and the podcast it sucks he sucked he was terrible i love him to death but he was terrible. Can't clue the net. Aho didn't clue the net either. The guys gotta clue the net. They gotta be stronger. Taking stupid penalties. Scott Mayfield cross-checking the most useless NHL player out there. I know Vs has been good this year. Selkie, Selkie, Selkie. Shut up. Cross-checking Jimmy VC, Taking offensive zone penalties. Two penalty, uh, delay game penalties. Just stupid stuff, man. Is it a little bit on Lane Lambert? Maybe. Uh... It's every night now they're taking dumb penalties. I get it. It's hockey. Penalties are going to happen. Mistakes will be made. But every night the same stupid penalties are taken. Penalty, again. Offensive zone penalty. Like, just figure it out, boys. Come on. This is a well... well I don't want to say well-coached. I do like Lena a lot, but I'm not going to say they're a well-oiled coach machine. They're a mature veteran team. They shouldn't be taking as many penalties and as many stupid penalties as they are. I think that's fair to I'm say. I'm going to disagree. Yeah, I'm going to disagree a little bit on that. I, I still, Lane Lambert's my coach. I think he's a good coach. I honestly, I, I listened to his post-game presser when I got in. Um, I was over by the garden watching the game with some buddies. But, like, it was really frustrating, um, kind of the penalty nonsense. But a lot of them were just players that we know are undisciplined being undisciplined. It was Scotty, it was Rami, it was Lee. And it was just, like, kind of uh, a random orgy of penalties where these guys just couldn't, like, follow the rules. Like, I thought the Scotty cross-check at the end of the game was pretty 50-50, and there was a slash in there. I forgot who committed it, but I wasn't a fan of that call. Wait. Uh, but aside from that... No. That I, was Lee? I, the, every penalty, and this is me coming from a biased Island fan, I believe that every penalty that was taken by the Islanders was a fair and pretty obvious call. Lee literally slashed a stick out of the out of the defender's hand. Scott Mayfield, the numbers were there. He shouldn't have cross-checked him into the boards. 
both were good <laughs> penalties in my opinion. And I'm not shitting on Lane. Just he needs to get them to focus and not take these stupid penalties. But continue. Yeah, and that's fine. I mean, there's only so much he can do from the coach's box at getting them to not commit penalties. Like, you're not practicing not committing penalties in practice. It's just kind of playing good discipline hockey and not losing our heads. Like, our strategy tonight was so clear. We were going to lock down the Rangers' top guys, and we weren't going to let the other guys beat us. Or we were going to – if the other guys were going to beat us, they're going to beat us. You aren't going to get beat by Julian Gontier every night. Um, he had a really good game. Um, you know, he was good tonight. Kaka was really good tonight. Um, I think I'm trying to think of who scored besides them. I know Panarin got one. Who got the other goal? It was Gautier twice, Kako, and then the empty netter, so whatever. But, like, it was just, like, so, so frustrating. Like, the game plan worked. We locked down Kreider. We locked down Zabanejad. They weren't getting their goals. Like, we were able to – we locked down Fox. We locked down everyone on the defense. We played really good defense. And then, like, just these stupid penalties led to, like, breathless moments where dumb decisions got made and even further penalties got made. Like, the team needs to focus up. They have to realize that they're fighting for the lives here. They need to realize they need to wake up. It's just very frustrating at this point seeing what this team has kind of trenched themselves into because, we, you know, we know these guys. They're all each other's uncle at this point. Everyone's been on the team for three or four years now. And, like, we know what they're capable of. It's just, like, we get to see the worst Kami field performance he's had in months. Like, that was really bad tonight. And then Salo just has, like, he's the one kind of the newer guy in the group. But he just has an absolute shitter of a game. It, it was really disappointing. I, w I wish we were able to lock up another goal. Great goal by Barzal tonight. That was absolutely wonderful. He needs to bring that every single night. It's so frustrating that he doesn't. Like, I know a lot of takes where you're going around, like, oh, we lose every game that Barzell scores. But, like, if he brings that level of intensity and, like, goal-scoring touch every single night against the, you know, top three goalie in the league in New York, Seth Turkin, like, you, you got to kind of bring that every night, even when we go on the road to Colorado or Arizona. So that's, that's kind of my take on the game. Uh, Jake, anything you have to say on it? I agree. That's a... Uh classic take from Prime Jakey. Yeah, they just gotta clean it up, but we've been saying this for how long now? Like, it's gonna be if it keeps, you know, snowballing enough needs to be enough. Mayfield, I love Scotty, but this is his second really bad game in December, especially on a contract year. I know he's gonna get paid somewhere. We just gotta see what happens. I still back the team. I'm not saying, oh, you know, rebuild, tank, or any of that, but changes need to be addressed and I think that's fair to say yeah the people on Twitter are going crazy right now um, we are still a game over NH like over real 500 we're a couple games over NHL 500 so I think I think at this moment you shouldn't freak out like I think that you know calmer heads are going to prevail we play some weaker teams in January that we're going to need to win um, we have a game in hand on the Cavs, so I wouldn't really freak out too much over playoff standings right now, and we haven't played them yet. We have to see how we play the Capitals. But it's just, like, it's so frustrating, man, just seeing guys that we know what the potential is and we know how the good they can be on every game night, that they're only able to muster up eight shots against this Rangers defense, which I wouldn't really consider good. And the point I wanted to make on Peugeot earlier that I kind of saved till now is there was a play with about three minutes left. The net was pulled. We had an empty net. Uh, I believe it was 4-3 at the time. And Peugeot gets absolutely bullied by Keandre Miller. Um, 
he starts or Keandre started a little tussle with him and Pajot just got beat up. And then Brock Nelson on the other side of the play gets beat up by Jacob Truba. And we used to go into Madison Square Garden. We used to beat these guys up. We used to show resolve and show fight and be able to keep our heads up. Nothing's going to drive me crazier. Trust me. Nothing's going to drive me crazier than if Lane starts Ross Johnson tomorrow to look tough against the Chuck. So I'm not saying, like, grip pill ourselves or do something crazy like that. But, like, we need to have more resolve in us as a team. We have to have more courage, more bravery, more push forward. And, like, we can't be gang dominated by, like, this mid-ass second pair of the Rangers with fucking Truba on it, like, turning Brock Nelson's helmet inside out and bullying him. Like, you have to have resolve. You have to be smart. You can't, like, just... Yeah, I really told the story of the game. Like, we showed some pushback to the Rangers. We got a good shot on for Peugeot. And then we got bullied. Like, we can't get bullied like that, especially when they're not running out like this super tough guy lineup. I don't know. Do I have any merit there, AJ? I don't think uh, Peugeot got as bitched as you're making it out to be, but you're not wrong. I mean, there was really no tussle. There was no heart. There was no fight with after the whistle. It wasn't a typical New York Islanders-New York Rangers game. It was kind of – it was very soft. Which I don't hate because that means we're trying to play more skilled, but you know, it's also different without Cal Clutterbuck and Kyle Palmerian. You got new guys in that aren't used to the rivalry, like Robin Salvo, Simon Holmstrom. But these guys should be taking bodies, taking numbers, and just crushing people no matter what. It's the it's an Islander Ranger game. There's no excuse not to get your hands dirty here. You know, I might be overreacting here, but our season might genuinely rely on our season series against the Washington Capitals. That's an incredibly massive 12 points here. I think we all know the Rangers that were the first half Rangers. They don't exist anymore. These are the real Rangers. We know how good they are. They're not going to win 8 out of 9 every time, but they're still a very good hockey team. We all knew they were eventually going to wake up. They couldn't be that crap for that long. So right now it's really us and the Capitals, and that season series is so massive, and that's literally every single one of those games is a playoff game, essentially. 12 points are on the line there. You cannot give an inch if you if you want to make playoffs. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a good take. Like, you know, I'm not worried yet. Uh, we can still rip off a five-game run in January and be completely fine. I mean, you know, we're drawing attention at us. The Devils are kind of imploding above us, and we'll see what's going on there. Um, the holidays are going to be a tough stretch. Jake kind of stressed this earlier in the kind of fall that this is – or the winter that uh, this is the gauntlet 2.0, and we're playing some tough teams right now. Rangers are a hot team. Honestly, you know, I feel like we win that game. Like, if we had just locked it down, not stopped committing penalties, that they wouldn't have had to kind of gas in the tank to be able to send their depth guys on after power plays and get some easy goals on us. But, yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think it's going to be a big – I believe it's eight points against the Caps, eight points against the Pens. We play the Pens right after Christmas, so we'll know how we play them for the year after that. It's just like being able to step up, get the team pumped, get a win in us. Um, I want to contest, though, like back-to-back – I think the team plays better in front of the backup sometimes. Like, they play good against Varley, or in front of Varley against Vegas. And normally they play a little better in front of the back-to-back than, or in front of the goalie um, than Sorokin. That's something I've noticed just throughout the season. It's kind of a trend. Not to say Sorokin's worse than the backup because Sorokin's excellent. He even was pretty good tonight in the loss. But, like... You know, maybe they'll maybe they'll pull through for Corey. They'll play well in front of them, but that might just be the optimist in me talking. Yeah. Um, luckily, they are home for two out of three of the Capital games. 
Um, one is in a few weeks on January 16th, and then they have two in March. Um, just about the Ranger game, because I know I haven't really recapped my thoughts yet. Um, Sal was really bad. Um, there's no way around it. Uh, maybe the Barkley goal he could have wasn't really entirely his fault, but the uh, Gaultier goal, there were no excuses there. Um, I don't know what they're going to do call-up-wise, if they're going to keep him up here for tomorrow. I know I said in the chat, but like Bulldog up here, but realistically, that's not happening. And um, I know we all want to see Alturatu tomorrow if Zizekas is forced to miss, but we all know Cole Bardreau will be on that ferry ride tomorrow. Um, yeah, um, I don't know, man. We, if we was tomorrow, not only is it does it hurt our current season trajectory, we would be swept by the Florida Panthers for the second year in a row, um, which I know isn't the biggest deal because, you know, they're not in our division, but, you know, tomorrow, obviously... We would all like the two points, and hopefully it's just a good game. Um, I did think Romanov was awesome today. I know he scored. He got two points. It's obviously, most points he's gotten as an Islander, but I think he was better than the yeah, – obviously he was awesome today, but I think the Devils game was the Romanov game, the hit and just the, the way he played. But obviously, he was awesome tonight. Um, Ajo was fine. Mayfield um, needs to be better. Um, maybe if he unblocked me on Twitter, he'd be a little better, but um, – I digress. <laughs> uh, they need Pellick back. I mean, that that's pretty obvious. They need to get healthy. Like, Paul Mary would be great for the third line right now. Nothing against Simon Holmstrom, but Paul Mary is what they need back. Um, I know we didn't really say this, but uh, Cal has officially been placed on IR. So it looks like Hudson Fashion will be here for a little while, longer than expected. Um Obviously, him and Pellick are in skating, but I know Paul Mary's skating on his own, so hopefully he can come back maybe for the Pans game or a little after that. Um, and, yeah, we still haven't played the Pens. Obviously, they're a really tough team. I think we've got to put the Hurricanes one more time. We've got to put the Caps. Um, coming into this game, they were 7-3 and three in their own division, so that that is a good sign. Obviously, now they're 7-4, and four, uh, but those games against the Capitals and even the Penguins are, are huge. Um so, yeah, got to hope for a good performance tomorrow. Again, like I said, regardless of who's in that, I don't care if Corey Schneider's in the goal tomorrow. Uh, they got to play well. That's what it comes down to. Defensively, they got to be a little better. Headless chickens, it's got to it's gotta stop. Well, um, And we'll see. Well, uh, first off, Kyle Clutterbuck was put on retroactive IR, so that means he's closer to returning than just regular IR. And secondly, yes, they do need Adam Pellick back. I agree. But they were also looking very similar when Adam Pellick was in the lineup. The defensive system's just kind of gutted from the Barry Trout style. And someone said in an interview today that they still think they play defensive hockey. No, you don't. No. No way. No, no. no I mean, again, Salo was so fucking dog shit tonight. Like, I, I think the difference between Salo and Pellick is so big that it would have turned the tides tonight. Yes. Um, especially kind of on the PK and just getting fresh legs on the ice. Like, I, I don't want trash lane system right now just because, like, you know, dumb penalties. But I, I do see merits in what you're saying, AJ. Like, it is a big downgrade on Charles thus far. And saying we're playing defensive hockey is basically just saying we're hoping Ilya can bail us out. Yeah, no, they're not playing defensive hockey. It's it's ugly. It's fun, but ugly. Um, You know, yes, Robin Sallow, terrible. Terrible game, terrible game, and 
this was really a sink or swim game for him. They threw him out to the Wolves. Could you show up against our arch rivals in the biggest game of your career so far? And he got he got torn to shreds. The team can't clear the front of the net. That's how the Barkley Goodrow goal went in. That's how I mean I won't blame the Kako goal on that, but clear the just clear the front of the net, guys. Come on, it's basic stuff. Stop putting this bull... I know, NHL players against NHL players, but, like, oh, it's so frustrating, man. The Anders Lee empty net situation. Why are we trying to stick-handle around Adam Fox? You're not him. You're not him, Anders. He's trying to stick-handle around one of the best defensemen in the league. Why? Why are we doing this? It's just stupid, stupid mistakes that are costly. The penalties. Oh, it's so frustrating, man. I love this team to death. I'm not quitting on the team by any means at all. I know I'm sounding quite negative, but we'll see what happens with Florida tomorrow. My hopes aren't going to be that high. Back-to-back game against a decent team. I know Paul Maurice hasn't been, you know, doing great there. Neither have the Florida Panthers. It's just never an easy game with the Islanders. There's never a game you can just sit down like, wow, it was calm and relaxing and enjoyable. No, no, no. There has to be heart attacks, heartaches. It's like Liverpool Football Club, who also... Lost another uh, heartbreaking game. It's an FA Cup, uh, Carabao Cup game, but still stings to lose to, you know, Man City. So, 0 for 2 on the day, boys. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. I love sports. We I mean, yeah, could, could, could be Jets fans. Yeah, thank God we're not Jets fans. I mean, the Jets fan loser mentality has infected the fan base. It's so brutal <laughs> right now. Like all these Jets fans. Yeah, really, for real. But, like, all these Jets fans... Jets fans will get mad at you for, like, still being hopeful about the team and hoping it's just a bad run. Like, tomorrow, Florida has a bad defense. We should be able to outshoot them. But, like, man, if if things don't, like, settle in, like, I'm going to start panicking. Like, I know I'm always the optimist here, but I'm going to start panicking if we go pretty well below the 500 line. Like, I'm not going to pray for a miracle comeback or anything. Like, I'll start kind of getting into, you know, the mode we have to get in for that point of time but like that was just brutal it was absolutely brutal tonight to get out shot like that um mostly by the rangers bottom six just played outplayed our bottom six and their top lines gonna get their shots but it's just it, it was super frustrating solo lane lane was very graceful and respectful towards solo in the post game presser he's a much bigger man than me because i would have said some nasty nasty things uh after that performance like aj mentioned the good row goal which i i thought god i had to it was really just uh solo couldn't clear the crease and it bounced off Goudreau. um so that was really frustrating yeah just brutal stuff like hit the gem kid you, you you're on the ferry so much just like bring a dumbbell and lift it in there like you look soft you look bad i still i'm still hopeful maybe he turns it around one day but he just the lights were far too bright tonight broadway steve is chopping and kicking next to panarin but yeah <laughs> it sucks uh do we even want to do trade talk this episode we already did it the last, like, ten episodes. I think we yeah. kind of get the point. Get someone. <laughs> the mission stays the same. Um, time's running out. I mean, it's not running out. No, yeah, but, like, each each day, I mean, it literally is running out. That's what I mean. Wow. A second ago. That's how life works, you know? I mean, we're a second closer to dying now than we were a second ago. <clears throat> Crazy stuff. 
Anything else we want to say before we wrap up the pod? I know it's a little bit shorter of an episode, but really isn't too much to break down. Tough loss, and they got a lot of games coming up, so I know we're going to be recording more. We could get more into Liverpool or the NHL. Anything? No, nothing really on the Islanders. Let's let's. Um, who would you like? Uh, just count last thing. Who would you like to see called up, if anyone, for Sezikis tomorrow? Because I put out Rati who should probably get the call there, and you just move Peugeot down to the fourth line or something. Um, you know, we need offense right now. You know, that's kind of the the nature of the game. I, I don't think bringing up Bardrell or bringing up Andriov really helps us right now. But what do you guys think? What we want won't matter because we know who's getting that call up. Yeah. Who's getting it? Kobardro, Andy Andreev, Jeff Kubiak, Cole Brown, those guys are going to get called up. It's probably going to be Kobardro. Uh, if it's Andy Andreev, I'm a little bit happier. He's actually, like, good. Uh, I, I love Andy. <laughs> no, Andy's goaded. Andy's goaded. Look at his stats, bro. He's killing it in the A. Good for Andy. But, you know, I'm not going to – if it's Andy Andreev, I'm a little bit happier. The meme lives, but – should it be Ratu? Yes and no. If it's Ratu, that's awesome. I'll be so excited, but does it make sense to play Ratu when you need another bottom six center? Not really. I mean, screw it. If they play Ratu, I'm all the way in. Uh, cup run in it, but I don't see it being Ratu. No. It'd be fun, though. It'd be fun. Yeah, you can see his first game. That'd be that'd be fun. We saw Simon's first game. Surely he became a point per game Hall of Famer. <laughs> I love Simon. I love Simon. Don't get me wrong. I love the way he plays. He's gonna be a very good NHL player. He's young. He just has to produce. And this is a team that wants. You know, they have far. They have high expectations and high goals. And Simon Holmstrom not producing isn't helping that right now. He's not hurting the team by any means. He's just not producing, and they need goals. They are starving for goals out there, and he's not the guy. He shouldn't be looked at as the guy to bring us, bring us goals, you know? It's not his fault that Brock Nelson's not scoring, Pajot's not scoring, Parisi's... You can't expect too much from Zach Parisi either. He's like 39 years old. How much more can he really do? It sucks. It's life. Uh, finally, Barzal got on the got on the board and had a great game. We need everyone else to step up though and score. Uh, it's pretty simple. It can't just be Barzal and Dobson scoring. Just can't, you know. Not that Barzal scores that much, but my I digress. Fourth time, if we're counting. Fifth, if we're counting Jake's big digression episode. I think that'll wrap it up though. Episode sixty nine. Not a very nice one, you could say. You could follow me on Twitter at Davido Hockey. You could follow Ryan on Twitter at Rat Martin. You could follow Jake on Twitter at Prime Jakey. You could follow the pod and inst uh you could yes, you could follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram. My apologies at Skate and Stakes. Hope you guys enjoyed episode sixty nine. If you did leave a five star rating down below. Peace out everybody.